Oh, man, Marvin oh, Sapp man, right man, here at Rick's Modern Morning Show. We got the one and only, ladies and gentlemen, Bishop Joseph Walker, the senior pastor of Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church, Nashville, Tennessee. Bishop Walker, good morning. Good morning, Ricky, and good morning to everybody. What a wonderful song that is. I thank you for it all. And you know, the scripture reminds us in all things, we should give thanks. doesn't say for all things. It says in all things, because there are things that occur in our lives that oftentimes we would actually try to avoid if we could. You know, it's so important to think about the fact that many of us don't understand that whatever God allows is ultimately going to bless us. Nothing comes in your life without God allowing it to occur. And sometimes we're complaining about those difficult moments because we hate going through those moments and seasons of challenge. But without those seasons of challenge, you never would appreciate what they produce on the other side. In essence, a lot of what you're complaining about now, you're going to be thanking God for up the road because you're going to realize those things have made you stronger. Those things have made you wiser. Those things have made you better. So if you're going through a season right now that's a little tough, ask God, Lord, what is this producing in my life? So often you get stressed out because you're always focused on the negative. But if you can keep your mind focused on the positive and see God in it, you'll start thanking Him for it all. Today, I just want you to lift your hands and I want you to start giving God glory for all of it. All the fake friends that taught you to appreciate the real friends. All the people that left you to thank God for the folks that's coming. So give him glory for it all, because he's worthy mm. of all the praise. Oh, man, that was a good word right there. Uh, Bishop Walker, let everybody know how you can be reached. Hey, I want you to reach me at Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. That's Joseph Walker, the number three. And let me know you are listening to the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. And I'm going to send you some when you follow me. Peace. That, there it is. Hey, Bishop, love you, man. Appreciate you. Love you too, sir. Yes, sir. All right, y'all, let's get into some more music right here. Here's Suddenly. Yes, sir. New Birth Missionary Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia. Pastor Jamal Bryant over there. Here we go, y'all. Suddenly featuring Vanessa Bell Armstrong right here. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the front page on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Rick's around the morning show. We got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, RSMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Congress passed a stopgap funding bill on Saturday to avert a government shutdown ahead of a midnight deadline. President Joe Biden signed it late Saturday night, keeping the government open through November 17th. In other news, FEMA and the FCC will be holding a nationwide test on the emergency alert system and wireless emergency alerts on October 4th. The test messages will be sent to all iPhones, TVs, and radios. The test set to take place at 2.20 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday will consist of two portions that will occur at the same time. I'm Maria Moore, and that's a quick look at news. For more stories, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock to see what you got in sports. WNBA Finals are set, ladies and gentlemen. The New York Liberty will play the champs, the Las Vegas Aces. Aces trying to repeat. Canelo Alvarez defeated Jermel Charlo to win the undisputed super middleweight championship uh, over the weekend. Floyd Money Mayweather was also in the house. And, of course, he was asked about being the greatest of all time for real. Did I, did I not beat the most world champions? Yes, you did. Okay. And in the least amount of fights? Yes, you did. Who got the highest game? Who made the most money? You did. Who, who was the most accurate fighter of all time? Come on now. So it's basically saying that the greatest of all time. Okay. He didn't even have to spell it himself. <laughs>
<laughs> right. Yes, sir. Right, I'm glad he did, because I was waiting. It is what it is, man. I was waiting, Rock. Come Wait. on. Oh, we, we damn, was. Rock. We all was, dog. But we real quick, shout out to the Colorado Buffaloes, man. They went toe-to-toe with USC in college football. We'll break that down later on in the show. But we was waiting for that G-A. Bro, why you let it smell it, Rock? <laughs> All right, y'all, they say, baby, Beyonce is still making moves. It's been reported, y'all, that Renaissance is scheduled to make a move to the theater. They're saying that Beyonce reportedly, y'all, is in talks to bring concert film, y'all, to the big screen, honey. Now, a lot of people saying she's not being an original because Taylor Swift is doing it first. But Beyonce is to follow suit, honey. They say she may be about to um, bring her concert to the movie theater. And so those of y'all that didn't make it to the um, concert, you get to see it in the movie. So Come on, Beyonce, get all the money. If you can afford to go, you're going to make it a Affordable. Yes, I guess what twelve dollars? Maybe the movies are twelve dollars. They might go up to maybe thirty. I don't care, but I'm going to the theater now. Me I'm too. going to see it. Me too. Yeah. So congratulations <laughs> to Beyonce, honey. She's gonna make all the money. What, what do people do with all that money? Oh yeah, I'm gonna wear some aluminum foil. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. she said, well, on the silver color. So, honey, do what you got to do. <laughs> so, what about our people who pay two grand to go see it? Exactly. What they're going to see it I mean, yeah. the, but, but see what they're gonna probably show in the theater is some kind of like behind the scenes and everything that's leading. You're gonna get a lot of stuff that you didn't get at the show. That's yeah, that's true. a great idea. And you can't yeah. say that you're gonna do that before you do the tour because people won't go to the tour. They wait till it come out on TV or in the movies. Yeah, she on her last leg with the tour, so you know, hey, so people gonna still go. But congratulations to Miss Nose Carter. All right, the Man. cool of the day is one of my favorite. Well, Ricky, y'all might need to think about that with these comedy shows y'all doing. Make it a movie. So you Damn can't right. Get to the, um, thing, and cool. is, and is. Yes, and is. All right, the color today, y'all, is Dust. On the high end, you say Astro Dust, and on the lawn, you say Beautiful Pink. That's your color for the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, somebody was finally charged with the murder of Tupac. I'm going to tell you all about it up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, we want to apologize in advance. <laughs> but this mess right here. Joke of the day! Joke of the day! Joke of the day! Alright, let's go! The frustrated kangaroo is complaining to her friend, the rabbit, saying the forecast calls for rain today. And the rabbit responds, Well, what's the problem with that? We can use a little rain. Kangaroo says, Well, sure, but that means all my kids will have to play inside all day. <laughs> that little, little kangaroo pouch. <laughs> Come on, Rick. <laughs> oh, oh. Rick. <laughs> Brad, what y'all about to do? <clears throat> we having a moment of silence right now. Come on, dog. They got to play in that little pouch all day. <laughs> Ooh. It was cute. It put a smile on my face. Tell him, Gary. Why didn't that put a smile on your face? Because I kind of got it. When you say play inside. But you I got a pouch? Yeah, I got a pouch. So the the kids play inside the pouch because the kangaroo has yeah. a pouch. There you go, Gary. Uh, <laughs> yes. In memory of <laughs> that stale joke. Some people call it toxic masculinity. I just call it Man Law Monday. That's coming up next. Ricky Smiley Morning Show.
Okay, good morning. Oh, yeah, good morning. Fellas, any male over the age of 15, you need to be listening right now. Stop what you're doing. Because I'm about this to toxic you. what? Toxic masculinity. Some people call it. I just call it man laws. All right, there. Give me some music. All right, so when you're in a public restroom, you cannot lower your pants to your knees at the urinal. No. You cannot. <laughs> nope. And as a you grown cannot. man, you definitely can't have your pants all the way on the floor around your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Unless you have some type of special situation. Now, if you're speaking of public restrooms, when you're in a public restroom and another man is in there, all talking stops once a zipper comes down. <laughs> yes. Once but a zipper that's, comes that's, down. That sounded. Yeah. Yeah. The way I said it, it's kind of a violation in itself. But uh, I'm it just saying, once you're handling your situation, just say, all just talking say, stops. You say quietness. Yeah. Yeah. Just quiet. <laughs> Now, if you're driving and you, you can't reach across your boy in the passenger seat to pull his seatbelt on for him unless both his arms are broken, don't do that. You don't, still don't. can't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you almost can't because even if you don't have no arm, because that means your face got to get close to his face to reach over. Yeah, y'all brushing way too close. Yeah, y'all brushing way too close. <laughs> and if your homeboy is sad and crying about something, I don't care what it is, you can't stand behind him and give him a hug to make him feel better. No. <laughs> oh, man. No, he you just put your hand on his shoulder, like pat him on the back, but you got to yeah. stand to the side, over, over, uh, back of uh, left shoulder. Yeah, you can't stand behind him at, in any in any way. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of guys, if, if in, a, in a car, if you're in a drive-through with another guy, just y'all got to get y'all food in separate bags. You don't need to, you don't need to be uh, reaching in and getting his fries. And, and he can't yell his order past you. Uh, uh, maybe he should yeah. get in the back seat and order his food. You pull your car up, son. <laughs> yeah, or, they or yelling, he, yelling, yelling his order across in your space. They don't. Yeah, one of y'all, one of y'all just get out and go inside. <laughs> yeah, How about yeah, that? One yeah. of y'all just get get your ass out of the car and go inside. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> If your homie wife call you, please listen to this. If your homie wife call you and ask if y'all still together because he not answering his phone, you got to say yes. I'll tell him to call you in a minute. <laughs> and then you find that joker. You find him wherever he is and tell him, hey, man, call your wife. Uh, <laughs> you got you to do it. You, gotta you, call, what the, you got to find him and say, hey, man, call your wife. She calling that's, me, bro. That should have been engraved in the Ten Commandments. <laughs> I think it is. I think that's number 11. <laughs> You can't be with another dude watching something sad on TV and both of y'all crying at the same time. No. No. I mean, it's okay to watch something sad, but both of y'all can't be sitting there sniffling. All right. Now, listen to this one. You can take a nap at another man's house, but you cannot sleep on his bed. (laughs) No. You can't fall asleep on his bed and definitely not under the covers. Come on now. What? Yeah, go in the bed and and lay on the floor in a corner, on the floor in the den with a a TV, and the game had to be on. And Not as an game. extension, as an extension, if you do go to sleep at another man's house, if you got to wake another grown dude up, you can't shake him like you you can't wake him up like you would a child. You got to just kick the side of the couch or holler at him or something. You can't <laughs> like get up. Yeah, you can't lean down and be like, hey, you need Poke to get up. up. Like, no. Poke him with the end of the broom. Hey, dog. Yeah, something. Yeah, hit, hit him with a mop handle, anything. You just can't. You can't. Uh, that's just creepy. That's yeah, just you creepy. can't put your hand on his back and his face. Run nah. the uh-uh. If you got something in your eye, you can't ask your boy to blow in it to get it out. Oh, man. Oh, man. 
Only your mama and your wife can do that. Only your mama and your wife can you do that. Fucking them lips, man. I, man, I, I dreamed that Super Dave was at a uh, Cowboys game. You know, he's short and one of his homeboy had something, in and the homeboy picked Super Dave up and him to blow it out. Of well, he's short, but he's heavy though. You can't pick him up. What's and wrong with that? Speaking of Super Dave, if you helping another dude prep for a cookout, you can't offer to help him smoke his meat. You cannot. You can't. Super Dave asked me that one time. Hey, man, you need me to smoke that meat for you? No, sir. (laughs) It was a question. Uh -uh. You still Uh -uh. need your meat smoked? (laughs) Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot. Yeah, that's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, Ricky, it's the morning show. Hey, it is time for the hot spot with the one and only, the Brad. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. In the movie department, Paw Patrol, the mighty movie, took a bite out of the competition at the domestic box office over the weekend, landing at the top spot with $23 million. In second place uh, was Saw, uh, what is X for Saw? Saw 20? Because it's like a million Saws. X is 10. 10. 10. You know, I don't know them Roman numerals or whatever. <laughs> so second place was Saw 10. It's been 10 Saws. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And they're at 18 million, just under what the original film pulled in. Now, Deadline reports that the franchise's best opening was uh, 2006's Saw 3 at 33.6 million. Now, let's get into this next situation right here. A man named Dwayne Keefe D. Davis was arrested and charged with murder on Friday by Los Angeles prosecutors uh, who say he orchestrated the 1996 drive-by shooting of Tupac Shakur. Now, this is crazy. The 60-year-old has long been known for uh, one of the four main suspects in the investigation. Authorities identified Davis as the shot caller, uh, but he's not the accused gunman. He has, however, admitted in interviews, big dummy, and his 2019 tell-all memoir, Compton Street Legend, that he provided the gun. Why would you keep talking and so much you just can't shut up and and now you done told the police you provided the gun and all these years later you done got arrested. Anyway, yeah. police rep said Davis's public comments revived the whole investigation uh, providing police with admissible evidence. So the first ever arrest in the Tupac case came more than two months later uh, after Las Vegas police raided Davis's home. A grand jury indicted the self-described gangster on one count of murder with a deadly weapon. Jada Pinkett Smith y'all responded to the news saying now I hope we can get some answers and have some closure. She wrote on her Instagram stories over the weekend. R.I.P. Pop. Now that is crazy. I mean, I, I wonder are they going to uh, try to round up the rest of that uh, guy since he didn't do it by himself? Uh, it should. depends on him if he cut a deal with the district attorney and turn in the other guys. The other guys he, are dead. Are all of them dead? The other guys who was in the car, all three of them are, are dead. They all died. Remember, I, Orlando was the last one to die. I thought two of them was dead. All three of them gone. Oh wow. Well, wow. I, 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 and I hope they solve uh, Biggie's murder. So they give us hope that, you know, whoever yeah. killed Biggie, that they yes. uh, find them and bring them to justice as well. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. But coming up next, we got Rock. T- oh, Lord. We got Rock T's joke of the day. <laughs> Rock T, is it going to be funny, bro? Yes, indeed. You bring it tickety tatty. You always say <laughs> oh, that. I already let you know. Yeah, I let you know right there. And <laughs> the joke is going to be about poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Yeah, man. Claudine, GTD. What does GTD stand for? Uh, uh, 
Tommy. I've asked a question. What does GTD stand for? I answered your question. Got you yeah. Man, you are in a court of law. There are a lot of people in here. We can't hear you. Your Honor, you're going to have to make them speak up. What does GTD stand for? Got the draws, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Chris Jenner, the mama of those Kardashian and Kenner, uh, Jenner children, honey. They say, baby, she keep her kids booked and busy, but she forced, honey, Corey Gumble, y'all. That's her um, boyfriend, baby, to fumble a role in the Yellowstone. They say because she said she was jealous about a love scene. Now, they're saying, y'all, that the hardest hustling show mom, baby, isn't shy about doing what it takes, baby, to secure the bag. And everybody know, honey, that she the devil that wears Prada. But they say recently, honey, on the Kardashians, Chris admitted that she forced Corey, baby, to turn down a role on Yellowstone. She said because she was jealous. She said, now, Corey, he was at a family dinner. They was all sitting around having dinner in um, Cabo San Lucas. And they say when Chris brought up the slightly sore subject. She said, quote, I'm so excited to watch the next episode of Yellowstone. She said, but if it wasn't for you, this is what Corey said. He said, I would be a Yellowstone star. And they're saying that was the inside joke that was going on. And Kim um, heard him. I'm going to say that. And she told him, yeah, I didn't want to admit it because I didn't want to have no love scene. Then they tried to twist it on her. Say, well, mama, if they would have asked you to do a love scene, honey, with Kevin Carson, you would have done it. She said, that's a hard yes. That is sad. Oh, wow. That's a modern day slavery. This woman is pimping this black man, honey. That, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Isn't that something? Uh, I mean, uh, uh, a whole simp. That's real that's, simpy. Yes, I mean, here you walking around, honey. Uh, African American man supposed to be the man, and this woman said, "I wish you would." Because if think about it, so, Ricky and Special can write if a woman writing y'all a check. Keeping y'all, would y'all do that? Would y'all um, pass up a, a, a role of a lifetime because she writing you the check? Yeah, you got to maintain your manhood, but you got to look at his hips too. I think she did. <laughs> she she treating him like that because he got them hips. Yeah, yeah, he ain't gonna find that. Don't nobody else want him. Oh. Not, with, not, not, not with no uh, Aunt your Mama hip. Yeah, no, be like a bowling pin. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, well, honey, he didn't take that role, baby. So I guess he's going to still get his check or whatever because she told him I wish you would. So, hmm, bless his spirit. All right, moving on, honey. And other celebrity news, y'all. Nene is talking again. I love Nene, y'all. She and, honey, Miss Bethany Franklin, baby, they blast, honey, Mr. Andy Cohen, honey. And they say they don't think he ever liked them. Now, they're saying Nene and Bethany, honey, are airing out baby Andy Cohen and revealing their real relationships with the housewives. Oh, they said, quote, I don't think he ever liked me, honey. That's what one of the stars said. Now, the real housewives, OG, chopped it up, honey, on the latest installment of of um, Bethany's podcast just be with um, Bethany and they discuss y'all their complicated relationship with the 55 year old Bravo now they're saying that the reality stars have extended history y'all with Andy since both Nene and Bethany joined the Real Housewives franchise back in 2008 now they're saying at the time honey Andy worked as a Bravo executive producer and honey a up and coming on our personality now they're saying that the two say they may have appeared listen to what she said they may have appeared to be Andy's favorite on camera but they say honey they were Actually, they weren't close friends with Andy at all. Somebody said, 
said, quote, I don't feel like, honey, we were good friends. Nene told Bethany, honey, according to people, they said, my good friends, I go to their house or I visit their home at some point. So I never visited his mansion, honey. She said, we were probably a little more than colleagues because I could call him on his cell, she explained. Then they said, I have gone out with him out on, t- on the town and I've gone drinking with him and I partied with him. But I did not know where it stood. I thought we had a good relationship, honey. And they went on and on there saying, he's at the top nine. He is moving everybody around on board, honey. That's what Miss Bethany said. There's always questions. Who texts you most? Who texts you the most? Who do you text the most? And the thing is, we're all in the game, honey. So they went on and on about it. And I mean, they're really going in on Andy Cohen. And I think Nene is really hurt by this. Because, you know, she was initially the original star, if I'm not mistaken, of Real Housewives of Atlanta. But... She said they just did her real bad and they just dumped her. And she said that they allegedly, she said too, that they blackballed her. They put everything out, honey, on um, out in the media. And um, somebody asked said, well, girl, you think this guy, honey, Andy called ABC? She said, she said yeah, they called ABC and DEFG too. So that's what she said. So I'm like, it's a sad situation. So we just got to keep our parts lift up in prayer. And everybody continue to work and do their thing. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, you have Astro Dust. On the high end, you say Astro Dust. And on the low end, you say Beautiful Pink. That's your Kahlua for today. <laughs> All right, y'all give it up for Gary with a team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rick Smiley Get at me, 866 Here we go. Wake up. I'm calling from Indianapolis, Indiana. I want to give a wake-up call to my brother, Quincy Webster. Thank you for everything you do in our community. Wake up, wake up, wake up! This Miss Nessa calling all the way from Cincinnati, Ohio, representing Columbus. Shouting out all my Veda students. Wake up, wake up, wake up! We're calling from Boki, Florida, Simone and Sandra, Jacksonville, Duval. We heading to you. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Show. Hey, Dougie Fresh, y'all. Listen, the time right now is uh, 27 minutes after the hour, y'all. I just want to have a conversation. Uh, and, you know, I try not to put people on blast and try to make nobody feel bad. But sometimes, man, we have to do better just as, as a people. Somebody, you know, give you a job and give you an opportunity and, and stuff. And uh, and you're not taking full advantage. And you have your, uh, some people have their priorities in the wrong place. And uh, I was riding in the car. You know, with a friend of mine that I forwarded some opportunities to, and I felt like my safety was at risk. You know, uh, and I, you know, I needed a ride, and I don't mind. You know, I could have took Uber, but trying to spend time, you know, with a friend, and uh, I got a ride over uh, to a store, and I said, "Hey, bruh, what's what's, what's going on with your wires? Your uh, brakes scrubbing like that?" And uh, 
seemed like he got, he got offended. Then I was like, bro, what's, what's going on with the AC? Because it was like almost 90 degrees and you got the, the, uh, the sunroof in the, in the car open. And I just, I just don't understand. And uh, am I wrong, Rock T, for asking him for questioning about the brakes when my safety is at risk? Not at all, because if the brakes are squeaking, you know, sh- them things No, no, out. not squeaking. Oh, no, no, no. The squeaking is when you need some, some brake pad. It was scrubbing. Oh, no, yeah. So you, need the, brake, the, you need brake shoes. Yeah, the, the rotors need to be changed, too. So, yeah, yeah. You yeah, but, but, but when you need brake shoes and you look over there and he got on brand new walking shoes... <laughs> Let's talk about priorities. Yeah. Brad, how would you feel if if, 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 if you was in the car with somebody and their AC wasn't working and the brake was scrubbing and you driving up and down punts? I got to get out. Yeah. You got to let me Mar- Maria? I just buckle up and enjoy the ride. I, I've actually been in that situation with someone before <laughs> in Dallas Might. on the oh. highway. Yeah. <laughs> Might be the same person. Special case. <laughs> Maybe they're going through something in their life and they just, you know, at a low point. And this is, I don't know. What do you think they could be going through? <laughs> I mean, if you grown and your brakes is scrubbing, you really need to reevaluate your life choices. Mm. Turn the music down. <laughs> say, say that again. Preach, preach that. If preach you're, that if you're an adult, if you're an adult, if you're a grown adult and you're driving in a car and your brakes are scrubbing, not yeah. squealing, but scrubbing, you need to reevaluate your life choices <laughs> up to that point. And, and, and the AC. Talk about the and AC. And your AC not working. And why you, know, you got the, the, the roof bag flexing with no AC and it's 90 degrees? Talk about that. Yeah, that, yeah, that's not acceptable. I'm, um, you know, a compressor or a condenser. It's only it's one of those two things that need to be fixed. Mm. And uh, that shouldn't be too much of a problem for an adult. Well, if you're talking about me, damn it, <laughs> let me just say this. How about that? If you're on a top-rated morning show and you're not being compensated enough to get these things Ooh. fixed appropriately, I got to wait till I get a check. Oh, I'll be damned. How one about that? One thing my grandmama told me, you throw a rock up on the porch, the, the dog that get hit is going to bark. Yes, Ain't that sir. something? Yes, sir. Ain't yeah, that well, something? Well. Ain't that something? <laughs> and you should have did, like you said, take you or Uber. You should have took okay. Uber. Okay, why you got on new clothes? Why you got on new shoes? Wait a minute. You got on a- Honey, that has nothing to do with the prices here in China. Those clothes, honey, were okay. less expensive than brakes, honey, and air. It's almost winter time. That's why it's called a sunroof. You open the damn roof and get air. It's a Porsche. It's a Porsche. I don't care if it's a damn Bentley. Still. Brad wouldn't, Brad wouldn't ride around here with no AC. Well, Brad didn't have money. Huh? They could ride in Bentleys and Rolls Royces and things with AC. My air <laughs> gonna get fixed when they need to get fixed. Don't Rick, do that. You ain't hot. You ain't ride around hot. Don't make me put you on blast. But Ricky, that Porsche is like an 88. It's like See, I told 89. him that he asked me what year it was. He asked me what year it was, and I told yeah, him it's an older car. My Porsche older than two of my kids, <laughs> <laughs> and they grown. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> it's really a Volkswagen. But my thing is, it's a, it, eventually, yep. when I get to the damn, when I, eventually I'm gonna go to the store to the place and get it done. Why don't you but, just drive another one of your cars? Well, because those cars are not appropriate. When you're renting cars, Brad, I have to rent cars to try to keep up with y'all. Yeah, so what let is this, your let's problem? Let's try to be, the truth be what told. What is your problem? It's not the problem, Ricky. I just don't have the money. Now, I could, first of all, honey, I have to wear decent clothes to come to this job in hopes, honey, that one day some money will fall down on me to get my stuff fixed. How about I'll that? I'll be damned. All right, and if you would have get and then and speaking of that, you're talking about all the union offices with Gary. Let me loan you, oh, not loan, let me give you at least maybe a couple hundred dollars and get your ass fixed and you pay me when I get my money back. But then you just I'll do that damned. with your battery. 
No, nigga. Oh. 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 No, honey. I pay for my own damn battery. He just got the battery. Let's be clear, honey. Are you yeah, no, wait a minute. I didn't, but I didn't, I didn't charge you nothing for labor, though. Well, hell, but still, I, I bought it, hell. You could at least, and I was hoping and thinking you at least gave me the money for the battery. I'm like, he didn't even give me the money for the battery. I'm like, Ricky would have never done that. But battery, while you was in I, there shooting Dish Nation, I went out, there, went out there like a grown man, went up the uh, AutoZone, went and got the battery. You know how heavy them batteries are? Took the battery to the car. Then I took it all the way over there to, to, to the building where you were shooting Dish Nation on the inside while you in there sitting in the AC doing TV. I'm out there sweating and putting the battery in, in your car for you uh, or yeah. something. That, and that's a man law violation. But yeah. you used to be more empathetic. You would have normally like, well, here, Gary, I would just let you make it. You, I, I, was oh, I was shocked. I was really shocked. Like, Everybody was shocked. Man, that's $175 you know? for labor. Man, going on, well, y'all. The battery was 300 here. People <laughs> at church asking me, did you get your battery? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> they were at your church. <laughs> yeah, well, I got church. Whatever. Did you get your battery? <laughs> I got the battery. Hey, oh, we going to pray for Gary. Y'all, y'all, y'all make sure y'all keep the prayer warriors lifted up for Gary with the T-Day to get his car situation straight. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show uh, coming up. Yes, sir, Black Tony, where you at, man? I don't even know I got excited. I don't need that whole... John, did you feel the energy just drop? All the way down. I'm at, I'm at the crib waiting on the police to get here. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. So I got a whole situation going on right now. You got to come to work. Whole, got a whole situation. I can't come to, I can't come to the police car. We just got, man, the crime, crime in Atlanta got out of control, son. They doing Say too what? much right now. They do, the crime, shout they doing too much right now. They doing way too man, much why right you, now. Why you don't never have drama until it's time for you to come to work, man? The rest of your that day, what, don't the rest saying. of your day be peaceful? You be texting inspirational messages. And, and all kind of stuff. I'm sitting on the porch chilling. Everything going good. Nothing ever get bad until this time. Why Why at this hour? Why That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But something new done happened now. I'm so mad right now. I can't hold it. What happened, man? Boy, see, you be trying to do something good. You you be thinking you're doing something good. And that thing you know, you're a victim. You're a victimization of crime, son. Talk to me. Just trying to trying to do something good. Talk to me. I'm thinking, man, you... <laughs> I, we, we, I'm getting ready to go to come to work this morning. I'm, I'm going out there to warm my car. It's a baby on the doorstep. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Oh my God! Somebody done left their baby on, on our doorstep at my grandma's house in the car seat with a little blanket over it because it was a little, it was a little breezy this morning. So you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God! They done left the baby. Why about all, all the houses in your neighborhood? Why somebody yeah. left a, a baby on your doorstep? Maybe, maybe, maybe they think we good people or something. So I didn't talk the baby, brought the baby inside, but it wasn't no baby. What was it? A midget. <laughs> <laughs> you know, clown. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm getting the most. Is it a man or a woman? I'm getting emotional. I, I thought I was doing something good. Um, is it a man got, or a woman? And he just he can't get he, he climbed out the car seat and pulled a pistol and laid everybody down, so they robbed him. <laughs>
Morning show is Gary Hansen, T in the cooler of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Monday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Y'all, Ricky, I cried when I got this story regarding Terrell Owens. Oh. NFL, should I say former NFL star Terrell Owens. Y'all, Ricky, he got very candid, honey, about his past dating struggles. And it is so sad. You know, he was um speaking to his fellow um, former athlete, Chad Ochocinco, you know, the wide receiver. And he revealed how he developed self-esteem problems, Ricky, while trying to connect romantically with women of the African-American race, y'all. Now, he spoke um, about his not good dating history with black girls, honey, and this is what he said. My experiences with black women growing up wasn't so good. When I started dating white girls, my first experience with white girls is when I went to college. I tried to date some black girls when I was in college. They did not like me. I was skinny. I was strong. Right. I was I was teased from high school, even college. I got teased for being dark skinned. Damn, so they, tease, was, they tease you, cuz? Yeah. So there was a lot of self, a lot of self esteem issues. Right. Mm. Ricky, yeah, I mean, that's, I understand that. I mean, that's his experience. Yeah. You know, you know, I don't think he's saying that he don't don't like uh, sisters. He just had to date outside his race because uh, his sister experience wasn't great for him. Yeah, but most black men use that line when they date white women to always say that black women teased them and didn't like them and he didn't know his daddy lived across the street from him and all that stuff growing up as a child. So, I mean, it's just a lot of stuff. So why are you questioning the authenticity of his uh, of his statement? I'm not questioning it, though. I, I feel sorry for him because, I mean, that's always the excuse that, you know, y'all use when you want to do that. So, I mean, just... Say you like white women because that was like his them. experience, though. Like Ricky said, that was you know. So yeah, I think well, you being no, I'm that not mean, that doesn't mean he like white women and don't like black women. He just said his black woman, uh, and he said that he dated sisters. Well, well, now I need you to come back and tell us your experience of why you're not dating white women that much anymore. Then tell us that too. Then what did they do? Right. You know, did they did not like you, and their grandfather not like you, and they just told you don't bring him to this house ever again. I mean, tell us I that mean, part. I mean, you got too. a point. I, I you know, understand. So, you know, so just you know, if you're gonna tell it, tell it all. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> oh, maybe it's none of your business, Gary. Maybe. But guess what, Rock T? Why did you put it out there? Then it was none of my business. If you put it out in the damn public and in the press, guess what? It's all of our business. He, so he, has a right to, he has a right to tell you what he wants you to know and keep the rest to himself. And I have a right to say what the hell I want to say about it, too. How about that? <laughs> he doesn't right. sound like he gives black man energy, though. Yeah. Like, the way... I, well, he I had a know. lot. He went through a lot because, you know, his daddy lived across the street from him growing up. He didn't even know it was his daddy. And oh, he, wow. He has a lot of stuff that he has to deal with and stuff. And we're very empathetic with him and stuff. But nevertheless, let's just keep him lifted in prayer. All right, moving on. Another celebrity news. Y'all back in 2011, y'all Tyrese, baby, was said, honey, to star in a Teddy Pendergrass biopic authorized by Teddy Pendergrass's beautiful widow, Miss Joan Pendergrass. Well, now they're saying Tyrese, baby, is suing Miss Joan, honey, because she refused, honey, to extend the options on the 
rights to the Teddy's life story. Now, according to TMZ, they're saying in the documentary obtained by TMZ, Tyrese claims that his company locked up the exclusive rights to Teddy's life story way back in 2011 with Jones Blessing. Then they're saying Tyrese said Jones would give Tyrese the rights to a book and movie about Teddy in exchange for, for um, Tyrese's company agreeing not to invest in the projects and to use his celeb status to promote them and Teddy's legacy. Well, now, in the suit, Tyrese claims, y'all, that he and Voltron Productions have since invested, y'all, around $450,000 in the project, which he says he's been pushing, y'all, forward, y'all, for nearly a decade. Now, the problem is Tyrese claims, y'all, that Jones switched up in 22 and refused, y'all, to extend the option on the rights to the Teddy story. Now, Tyrese claims that Miss Jones about face costs Voltron to suffer financial harm, and now he's suing Jones in, honey, her individual capacity and as executor of Teddy's estate, y'all, for at least, y'all, only $1 million in damage. And y'all do know, too, and te- um, 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 Tyrese was also suing, um, um, Home Depot for a million dollars too, so one million dollars must be the magic number. But nevertheless, y'all, we—it's a sad thing. But te- I think um, Tyrese would make a good um, Teddy Pendergrass. He got that voice like Teddy Pendergrass, and I think he could play a good, um, you know, a young Teddy. But right now they're going through this lawsuit and stuff, and you know they say, honey, she probably just, you know, you know, don't want him to play it right now. So it, it's think a sad I better situation. let it go, let it go. Yeah, let it go. Yes. Make it. Oh. Yeah, so, so no, 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 take him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 Turn him oh, off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but don't y'all think he would make a good Teddy Pendergrass? Would y'all think he would play uh, a good Teddy I, I, I want. I really do want to see Usher play uh, Marvin Gaye. But, yeah, uh, uh, Teddy, Teddy. I don't know who Brad. Who you think would make a good Teddy Pendergrass? I think he did good. I mean, I think he would do a good job. Yeah. Well, Tyrese, yeah, I mean, he'll do a good job. But, you know, sometimes I be wanting him to kind of look like the, uh, you know, look like the person. Who looks too. like him, though, to you, the scene? I can't think of nobody. I that. think Jermaine yeah. Dupree could play him. Yeah. <laughs> Kick. Uh, <laughs> He's trying to be funny. He's trying to get Brad to cuss him out. Yep. And, you know, she don't play about Jermaine Dupree. Don't be doing that. That's Jermaine right. Dupree ain't going to play no damn Teddy Pendergrass. When all no else fails, go to Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> or Morgan Freeman. Yes, yeah, Morgan buddy. Freeman play every. <laughs> yep. Man, Morgan Freeman, he'll kill that Teddy Pendergrass bro. Oh, Jesus. You know? yeah. Well, anyway, whoever's going to play him, I think if Tyrese bought the rights, honey, to play him, he needs to go ahead and play him. Y'all. And another, and my, <laughs> no, he my, takes my, me talking about some Cheryl Underwood. The color today, honey, is my mind. Give us that color. The color today, y'all, is Astro <laughs> Sir, you got you, got you, got what I need. On oh, the high, you say Astro dust, on the Lord just say pink. That's your color for that. Oh, they wrong for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord, I got tears in my eyes, man. Yeah, there it is. Y'all need to stop. Now, she don't call up here. She don't cuss y'all out. Oh, now. man. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Father God, forget. And we went to, everybody went to church yesterday, and then y'all yes, gonna wake oh, up Monday. Man. Oh man, Reverend Raphael Warnock would not be pleased to know that you yes, set up here Lord, and laughed at, at, at the notion that Cheryl Underwood would play oh, Teddy oh Pendergrass. Anyway, y'all give it up for Gary with the C. <laughs> the Rick and Smiley Morning Show. It's the front page news. It's what's trending now. On your Rick and Morning Show, hey, the government did not shut down Sunday. Surprisingly, uh, just about everyone, uh, the result uh, is, is, is uh, that the House and Senate will have to figure out a way to keep the government open again 
in a little more than a month if they want to prevent a Thanksgiving shutdown. So on the line we got us uh we have this morning uh one of the coolest member members of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, one of the original <laughs> big brother and mentor, uh the one on the Glennon three. What up, Glennon? Good morning. Good morning, Richard. Good morning to your radio audience. Hey man, thank you uh, uh, for coming on this morning. Uh, the first question I have: uh, Does the funding of resources, uh, you know, for the Ukraine play any part of the government shutdown discussion? It, 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 was, it was definitely part of the discussions, Ricky, because many of the Republicans did not want to continue the funding, and they certainly didn't want the twenty-three billion dollars that Biden was asking. But I believe it's more of a political football than anything else. I, the, the partisan rancor in Washington is just getting worse and worse. And I can't believe that they were going to let WIT get shut down, uh, other nutrition programs. 800,000 federal workers were out of work in 2018, the last time we had a shutdown. We've had 21 shutdowns since 1976. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's and crazy. Time, the, the Congress continues to get paid. So they're making decisions where other people will lose their jobs, even though they get back pay in, in most instances. But they're making decisions cavalierly causing people to lose their jobs, air traffic controllers, parks workers, critical workers in the government. And, and they're doing it for political reasons. And it's just it's, it's silly. Now, don't members of the military also not get paid during a the shutdown? They don't get paid and they're required to continue to serve if they're essential. But they but they will get paid eventually. Now, we know this is a temporary solution um, just until November 19th. What do you foresee happening when we get to that date for a long-term solution? You know, I, I think that the, that the Democrats are going to have to give up on some of the Ukrainian funding. Because mm-hmm. I think that, that McCarthy is getting ready to lose the speakership. And I don't know what will happen in the House if, if McCarthy's not speaking, because I don't know who will replace him. Yeah, that, that is a good, good question. Uh, 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 you know, if uh, they get rid of McCarthy, I mean, does that, uh, the, 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 the Hakeem, does he become uh, the so speaker of the, the House? House? Right. But they the would have to get another Republican uh, to replace yeah. McCarthy, correct? Yeah, remember when they when they reached the agreement to make McCarthy the speaker, they, they put a, a dynamite charge in the agreement where that any member of Congress call a vote on whether or not he should remain speaker. And that's what Matt Getz is getting ready to do. Ironically enough, this is the same Matt Getz that had all those investigations involving charges of him sleeping with prostitutes. Right. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah. Let, let me ask you this, Glenn. What do you think about Trump leading in the polls? Trump made a suggestion that the, uh, uh, Repu- the other Republican candidates, and they should stop doing the debates because it's a waste of time. And do you see Trump becoming the nominee? And how does that look with all of those court cases going on uh, with him? I agree with Trump that his decision not to debate, he's giving them credit that they don't deserve. I wouldn't debate if I were in his position in the polls. I think he's going to lose the case that starts today. He's going to get some a fine north of $200 million. They're going to shut down all his businesses and properties in New York. That's going to be a significant hit to him and his family. I also think that he's going to jail in the case in Atlanta. Let me say that again. I think he's going to jail in the case in Atlanta with, with um, Fannie Willis. So how, how does that work, Glennon? And he's a Republican nominee uh, running for president of the United States. He'd be the same as any other person that was running for office that got convicted of a felony. <laughs> so so what you're saying? You're saying he's going to go to jail and uh, still be able to run for president, Glennon? I, don't, I, I, think, he, I think he may be convicted before, the, before election day, Ricky. They're trying to try that case in Atlanta in March. 
Oh. And I think a well, lot of his Republican, um, you know, the other folks that are running for the nomination, I think they low-key know this and they're waiting for that to happen. Um, especially Ron DeSantis. Are. Yeah, because oftentimes we hear shutdown. You talked about it happening 21 times in the past. And, you know, if you don't have a government job, you can think, oh, well, this doesn't impact me. Why should everyone care? And can you talk about the economic impact? Well, the economic impact on it is it almost difficult, almost impossible to determine because it's so significant. You know, all of our lives are touched by federal government workers, whether it's someone that provides traffic safety, food inspectors, uh, air traffic controllers at airports. Even those people that don't lose their jobs, they would lose the jobs of support staff and people who clean up and other folks that are in support functions to federal workers. So almost everybody in the, in the country would be affected. Now, so, things like Social Security and Medicare would continue because those are direct appropriations. But other things, other federal services would be cut off or significantly curtailed. Mm. Yeah, I mean, there's, seven million, women, there's seven million women that get WIC. What's that out again, Glennon? The seven million women that receive WIC, women and infant children uh, nutritional benefits. Wow. Okay. And many I, of those yeah, women I, are black or brown. I, so what do you what do you see happening with this whole situation? Uh, you know, with the shutdown, and uh, you know, and McCarthy, you know, in his seat at risk. I think McCarthy is going to be ousted. I think that the government is going to the, the, the funding will continue. They have to reach an agreement because when it gets down to it, the, the people are not going to put up with much of that. You know, even the people who say they're in favor of it after a week or two, they change their minds. I remember in 2018, I was a federal employee and we were furloughed, but we we had to work for no without pay. And after a while, people get tired of that. Even if you know you're going to get reimbursed at the end, not having a paycheck coming. If you like me to live month to month, then you know it's, it's your cash flow is, is a real problem. Hey, hey, real quick, Lennon, I know I'm switch. I'm all over the place because we're just blessed okay. to have you on the phone because you have so much knowledge. Uh, will Clarence Thomas be investigated? And what are the uh, likeliness of uh, him being impeached from the United States Supreme Court? I think it's zero likely. Okay. I think that other justices on the court were aware of some of his behaviors and that they chose to do nothing about it. The, the whole issue with the, with the Supreme Court that they don't have a code of ethics. I'm a member of the Alabama Bar, and we have a canon of ethics. That's a set of rules that I have to abide by, and if I break those rules, then the bar can discipline me by taking my license or suspending it. The so how do, you get a code of, how do you get a code of ethics for the United States Supreme Court? Is that done through the Congress and the Senate have to vote on that? Well, the argument is that that's the separation of powers argument, that the other branches do not have the authority to regulate the Supreme Court. That's why they don't have ethical rules. Congress has one, the president has rules, but the Supreme Court does not. And so there's no rules to say that he broke in order to impeach him. So they're literally above the law. They're, they're above the law when it comes to ethical obligations, and he, he certainly acts like it. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, oh, okay, I can talk to you all day because, you know, I got a hundred... I know you get sick of me when you, uh, when you come over to my house and you be trying to watch the game. And I'm sitting up next to you asking you all these political questions. I know you be about sick of me. That's why you hadn't came up and watched no football games over at my house this year. I understand, Glennon. <laughs> I actually enjoy it, Ricky. But... <laughs> no, man, you're a big brother, man. You're a mentor. And uh, anybody that knows Glennon 3, a uh, member of Cowboy Alpha Side, live in Birmingham, Alabama. He is full of knowledge, man, and uh, we absolutely love him. Glennon, let everybody know if they have any questions, how can they follow you on social media? 
You can reach me at at G3 on Twitter. And I'm also on Facebook at G my name. All right, there it is, y'all. Attorney Glennon Threet. We're going to check these DMs, the letter leaves. Hey, Ricky, I need help. So a friend of my auntie helped me get a job at a workplace by putting my paperwork in the HR ahead of, uh, you know, folks when she knew that they were hiring. So I got hired three weeks ago. Y'all listen close. I got hired three weeks ago. And she is one of these people that uh, talks to everybody at the job and makes sure that anyone listening knows that I'm there because she hooked me up. Anybody catch that? Follow that so far? Yep. Right. Oh, okay. Now it's bad enough that all these people I don't really even know are in my business, but to make it worse, she smothers me at work, inviting herself to lunch with me, and basically trying to force her friendship on me. And it's getting weird. So how do you generally tell her I really appreciate the hookup, uh, but I need to get I need her to back off? BT. Now what does BTW mean? By, By the way. way. Oh, by the way, I'm 29 and she's like 58. Uh, uh, yeah. Widow with grown kids that live in another state. And I don't want to come off as ungrateful or mean. My first uh, question is, is this a man or a woman? I think it's a woman. So it sounds like yeah. a woman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 58 year old woman. Yeah, let me go back. A friend of mine, auntie, helped me get a job at her workplace by putting my paperwork you know, uh, in with HR, with a, with HR human resources ahead of the other folks when she knew they were hiring. So it kind of like like the hookup, right? Yeah, it was a hookup. But it, see, and this is what happens. You say this a lot. Like you got to be careful when you accept something from somebody because you never know what the payback situation is going to look like. That's why I don't like gifts. I keep oh, telling y'all because people I always keep, have these little conditions. I, I'm telling and you, expectations. Now. I'm telling you, I don't want nothing from nothing. <laughs> yeah, hold it over your head, boy. And, and never, and never did, and never did. Oh. You know, every now and then, you know, a little push. I, but I was always uh, a guy named Tim McReynolds. Rest in peace. His name was Tim McReynolds, and uh, he was the, the sales manager at the radio station at WBHHJ and WBHK. He was a sales manager, and man, he had me outside. I'll never forget it. And we had a whole long conversation about this about accept, accepting gifts and and stuff for free because there are consequences that come that come with gifts because I, I swear man people that try to uh manipulate you to try to get something they'll bring a basket of hot crunchy fried chicken with steam coming off that mug what <laughs> 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 it sounds good right about now yeah <laughs> man yeah yeah yeah, and a but, big ass a Belgian waffle or something. Try to, and then that's how you get locked in. You locked in when you take one damn bite. You better walk away from it or whatever. Because the question is like, what do you want? Why are you bring it, huh? But people got to learn too. If you're gonna do something for somebody, just do it out of the goodness of your heart and let that be that. Don't expect yeah. nothing in return. But in this industry, people are coming with agendas. Brett, what are your thoughts? Man. Or Gary. Oh, I was just that. No, go you you got to be careful, man. You can't really you, you can't you can't take nothing from nobody, because like you said, they gonna have expectations. They gonna want you to then do them a favor, and it's just gonna grow and grow, and it's gonna get on your nerves at the end. And I can get where the young lady is coming from because a job is such an important thing that you know if somebody hooks you up with a good job and you you're not working and you looking at it like man I can't pass this opportunity up, mm-hmm. but now you in this awkward situation with a grown person that wants to kind of be your friend and she probably lonely, you know she probably one of them lonely older women <laughs> that just want somebody to hang. Around. 
Oh my God! Have, be having that, that Hallmark card be on your desk every morning. <laughs> Getting your Bible, coffee. That, that oh, Bible God. scripture being, boy, look at here. Oh. So, so what does she tell her? How does she, how does she say, you know, in a nice way, kind of back up a little bit? Uh, yeah, that, but that's what I want y'all to. Uh, uh, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. You just pull her aside uh, and have that grown, grown folk conversation. Say, listen, I appreciate the hookup. Thank you for helping me get a job. But you know, I kind of you got to you, you, you got to kind of treat them like the person that you owe money. Hey, 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 I ain't forgot about you. I ain't forgot about you. Gotta keep <laughs> yeah, walking fast. You gotta, <laughs> hey, I ain't forgot about you. Yeah. Keep walking, walking real fast. Don't hey, stop. good morning. Hey, Don't you know, I, you know, I appreciate everything. I appreciate that. Appreciate this opportunity. You got to run. Oh, I can't do lunch, but I sure appreciate you. God bless you. You got to run. You got to avoid her. She be waiting in the car though. <laughs> and then, and then, and then. She just be popping up. <laughs> Wait a minute, y'all. We got an emergency. Uh-oh. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We got two emergencies. Something just happened while we was playing that song right there. Uh, uh, Gary went to the bath. Gary with the team went to the bathroom, and uh, for the first time in how many years? It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gary, you had to stand up and pee. Yes, because. Oh. I was GM when I walked in. Y'all said we don't talk to people when you walk in, so I tried yeah, to plug out his skin. So he right. was standing there at the urinal, so I just walked past him and went in the stall. He said, hey, Gary. I'm like, how you knew it was me? He said, I could tell by the clacking of your shoes. I said, oh. But anyway, it just offended me because, you know, I like to sit down, and I had to stand up. And I don't like the sound of time? When was the last time you stood up to pee? Just today, hell, because I had to, because he had been, I didn't want to sit down because he was in there. I don't like the sound of pee and water. I just don't. Right, right. So you have to sit down. Uh, yeah, so I like to sit down. Mm-hmm. And like, I had to stand up. But, but how did it feel? Did you feel like a man when you stood no, up? Did you? I was peed off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, so, right. So did, like, you, you didn't, did you make any eye contact? No. And I waited till he left before I came out the stall. Because he will make eye contact with you in the yeah, restroom. So he, like, he'll uh, talk uh, to you. He yeah, understand. Yeah, so you so, so you so you went to the toilet and closed the door behind. Yeah, you. I went and, and locked it to, and locked it. Like and I just can't imagine you going there standing up to pee with them cloth with some with some Gucci cloths yeah. on and an and ankle bracelet that just didn't look right up under the door. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad that I'm glad that worked. We we we, we 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 pulling you back over here to this side to the dark side, but just mm-hmm. just keep going and practice standing up when you go to bed. Want to stand up? No, I don't like standing up. No, 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 no. Stand up, stand up. Stand up. I mean, you, you don't know, you missing. Oh, huh? never mind. No, I mean, he might he might get an opportunity to end up playing football for the Ravens one day. He's got, got to start somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, you Brett, sit down, you, uh, do it just go down? It just go down? When you sit down, you just... Uh, you had to push it down. Uh-uh. It you had to mash it? It falls down. It just falls down. Yeah. Okay. It's but not- you know what, Brad? Initially, when you potty train boys, uh-huh. like I know for me, it was like, oh, gosh, how do I potty train him uh-huh. in that way? So initially, I was potty training my son that way, and then I just had to transition, just let him, you know, stand up. Okay, it's really interesting with boys. Okay, yeah, they, they sit stand down up and they, go down. Right, they you got to tuck it down in there. Okay, yeah, look, but look, it's not look. like it's in the water. Not in the water. I, I, don't know I, I definitely you, don't think it's big. Now that's my problem. Right? <laughs> I'm dealing with that. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dealing, I'm dealing with that right now. You know I, know. What I, mean? oh, the story. I definitely wasn't saying you was endowed. I was just saying, you know. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I, I know what you're talking about. You oh, anyway. oh, Lord. Oh. <laughs>
Brent, Brent no. had an emergency. Uh, Brent, break it down. We got breaking news. Break it down, Brent. What happened? Man, my my little one, um, true legend. He 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 uh, sleeps with my. He slept with my mom last night. Well, he slept with us last night. But then I took him around four in the morning to my mommy or whatever, so I could get ready for work and stuff. So when I got ready to leave, I always kissed him bye or whatever. So I heard him crying. So I went in there to help, and I saw that she was changing. I was like, okay, cool. So I set all my stuff down. I had got my clothes on, and I was just getting ready to walk out the door. So my mommy, she's cleaning him and stuff, and she got his two legs up, and she holding his booty up, right? And so I get the wipes, you know, the warm wipes, and I'm wiping them, and I'm cleaning them, cleaning them good. And I was like, okay, cool. So we was about finished, rolled a little diaper up, and she's still holding them. And two seconds later, man, when I tell you that little boy pooped, it shot across the room. It got on all my club. My whole shirt was full of shit. My mama's outfit, her pajamas was nasty. The bedspread was nasty. It got all over the floor. I don't know where all of this poop came from. Like, the, the diaper was already loaded and he had exploded. You know, it's like mustard or whatever. And I, mm-hmm. me and my mama just looked at each other like, and we just started laughing because there was nothing else. I was already like, Oh my God, frustrated yeah. trying to find something yeah. to wear. And then so I was like, okay, I'm gonna just go wash this off real good. I was just gonna wash it off with soap and water and the soap. Right? She was like, no, you're gonna smell like all day. And I was like, oh my God, mommy, I gotta find oh. something else to wear. It was crazy. And when I went back in there, she was still trying to clean it off. I said, mommy, just take this, just take the comforter off. Just yeah. take the comforter. Yeah. It was horrible. It was Brent, so was that, much. Was that his first, uh, was that his first blowout? No, uh, first shootout, like yeah. the first, the first doodle missile, like oh yeah, like, it, was like get a, it was like a Uzi, like it, it shot out like within seconds and it flew, like it had power in the name of Jesus, like it was like did he have it, a little giggle? Was like laughing? No, he he was just sitting there like nothing was going on. I know they do that and they be looking at you like get that. He was just get looking that. around, clean it up. Yeah, it, it shot. I couldn't believe how much it was and. How it shot everywhere, being that his diaper was already full. God. Yeah, they'll get you. They'll yeah, that was you. relief right there. And I bet he was hungry afterwards. It was like a paint like gun. A paint gun. That's yeah. what it was yeah. like. It was like a, a yeah. splat. Like it was. <laughs> yeah, he probably started crying about 15 minutes later because uh, re- releasing all of it, he probably was real hungry. Oh Super hungry. They probably had to give him give him a bottle. So you got so you had to do the sheets. You, did you change clothes? That's that same shirt you. No, I, I the shirt is still on the counter in the bathroom. <laughs> I'll be I, I, I had to change clothes. I didn't want to because I was like, the Brent, did you I take any pictures home, of? Did you take no. any pictures of the crime scene? No, I had to go. I was already running late. I had to go. I hit Beyonce and Derek like, yo, I left a voice message. Yo, like, something just happened to me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I just doodled all over the place. And got on my clothes and I got on my mom in the bedroom. I'm running late, but I'm for the back. Go make it. Oh my goodness, it was horrible. Yeah, he, horrible. yeah. Well, don't worry about it. when you get back home. He'll be smiling at you. He'll be looking at you with. The smile with that little chin or whatever but uh yeah get ready for that get used to that and uh he's what uh two months, two months? be three months uh, on the six yeah oh they're gonna they're gonna only get worse they're gonna get worse and they're gonna get stronger and it, it's just Ooh. trust me trust i won't me. do that no more i tell you that i won't yeah do trust that me no you you have to uh change this pamper in front of a, a bank cash and window glass <laughs> <laughs>
on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, Rick's about the morning show. I got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, our SMS family. Here's what's happening in news. Congress passed a stopgap funding bill on Saturday to avert a government shutdown ahead of a midnight deadline. President Joe Biden signed it late on Saturday night, keeping the government open through November 17th. Now, the deal could cost House Speaker Kevin McCarthy his job as members of his own Republican Party are now seeking his removal. In other news, Ricky, a Michigan man who claimed to expose alleged child predators online for his thousands of social media followers was shot and killed after confronting two teenagers late Friday night, according to police. Robert Wayne Lee, also known as Bupak Shakur, would pose as a 15-year-old girl online to lure out and expose uh, suspected pedophiles. He was 40 years old. Lastly, get your tickets ready. An estimated $1.04 billion jackpot could be yours in tonight's Powerball drawing. The massive prize is the second largest jackpot this year and the fourth largest in the lottery's history. I'm Maria Moore, and that's what's happening in news. For more headlines, visit rickysmileymorningshow.com. Rock T, what you got in sports? Well, we all know and familiar with uh, Floyd Money Mayweather, and we remember when he let everybody know that he was the GOAT. I get paid. Mm. You know, like I said, if I get paid to kick Mm-hmm. And the best at what I do. God, yes, you are. Hands down. Damn, yes, you are. God, capital G, mm-hmm. capital A, mm-hmm. capital O, mm-hmm. capital T. <laughs> Period. <laughs> now, Canelo Alvarez defeated Jim Charles. Greatest all of time. Yes, sir. But over the weekend, uh, Canelo Alvarez defeated Jamel Charlo to win the undisputed super middleweight world championship over the weekend. Um, Floyd Money Mayweather was there, of course, in the building. He was asked if he truly believes he is the GOAT, and this is what he said. Did I, did I not beat the most world champions? Yes, you did. Okay. And in the least amount of fights? Yes, you did. Who got the highest game? Who made the most money? You did. Who, who was the most accurate fighter of all time? You were. So it's basically saying that... The greatest of all time. Okay. Yeah, you see how he did that? Right. He didn't have to spell it himself. Yeah, he wasn't going to spell it that time. <laughs> Go uh-uh. ahead, dog. And he had Mama D sitting right there next to him. That said, she said, don't do it. He said, don't do it. They trying to... Mama D was sitting right there. She said, don't do it. They trying to set you up. <laughs> Real they don't quick. do it because cause Ricky Smiley and them listening. They watching. Don't do it. Yeah, no, no. Don't do it, Floyd. Don't do it. <laughs> just, well, focus on that, just focus on that cat in the hat book, and then we'll get to Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> hey, man, lots of people oh, tuned in man. to watch Sunday Night Football to see if Taylor Swift would make another appearance to watch her friend Travis Kelsey and Ooh. the Kansas City Chiefs play the Jets last night. Now, Kansas City won the game, but Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend, Maya Benberry, says that she's been getting death threats from Taylor Swift's fans, the Swifties, ever since she started speaking out about their past relationship. Certain qualities don't change in men. Um, I feel like Travis is a narcissist. I don't know Taylor Swift, but I'm a fan of her music. You know, I don't feel any way about her dating Travis. It's cute. I mean, I had him first, so he didn't say anything about it. I do feel a way because I did like you. I feel like I fell in love with you. It's nothing about Taylor. It's more about you led me to believe that we had a future. There you go. I mean, that's fair. Who was that? That was Travis. The ex-girlfriend. To Travis Kelsey. Ma- was and it she Megan? is gorgeous. Have y'all seen her? Maya oh my. Benberry. Oh man, I don't gosh. care how much uh, money uh, Taylor Swift got. Man, you leave somebody that damn fine. Uh, she is amazing. That's a hard choice. 
Shit, her body is banging, boy. She that thing, boy, that thing thicker than cold grits. You heard me? That's pretty thick, you right there. You know how thick cold grits get when they when they uh, when they sit. Yeah, dog. Yeah, when they sit. That's that's. Pretty and then you thick. try to clean that pot out, and them grits won't come out. You got to go get a, one of them big ass spoons because it won't work with a plastic. You can't move it with a plastic spoon, a regular spoon. You have to get one of uh, industrial spoon to get them grits out that pot. That's how thick them grits are. You can't even put water back in the grits to heat them up. Nah, nah. Like if you want some after school, your grandmama cook grits. Man, go on on the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot, yeah. Ooh, that's hot. You can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T-S. Hot spot. Hot spot. Hot spot. All right, y'all, the time for the hot spot with the B-R-A-T. What up? Briggity tat. What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat-Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Paw Patrol, the mighty movie, took a bite out of the competition this weekend at the domestic box office, landing in the top uh, spot with $23 million. In second place, Saw 10 with $18 million, just under what the original film pulled in. And Deadline reports that the franchise's best opening uh, was 2006's Saw 3 at $33.6 million. Meanwhile, uh, if you spent all your money on Beyonce tickets, guess what, y'all? She just announced a deal with AMC by passing uh, to bypass the major Hollywood studios and release a concert film of her blockbuster Renaissance tour directly to movie theaters. Sources say that the film includes footage from B's recent live shows, never-before-seen footage from the Renaissance visual album, and documentary elements about the production of the record and tour. The project is said to be an uh, to be eyeing a December first release date and is expected to gross well over 500 million in the theatrical run this is going to be awesome uh this morning fandango announced a pre-sale to get in and see the film starting this morning so that's going to be awesome um we talked about it earlier and this is very smart of her to do it right after the tour ends because a lot of people didn't get to see it they couldn't afford the tickets and then you get a lot of extra uh extra things that you didn't get to see oh that's you, gonna be nice dig, yeah even if you yeah. did go to the tour um let me see what else we're going to talk about right here. Let's see. So let's talk about Drake. Uh, he's still traveling the country on his uh, It's All a Blur tour, and he's giving away huge amounts of money, y'all, in every city he goes to. Last week in Atlanta, he brought a plastic bin filled with $250,000 in cash to Onyx Gentlemen's Club. You know them scripples was happy. Wait oh, a minute, how much? $250,000 in a bin. Man. What? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So the last night was a blur. Your, your booty gonna have to get up and make a speech. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. You stupid. Okay, your booty gonna have, to, gonna have to have a Nike app on it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a nice amount. I know they I know them strippers got in line and they was trying to get over there to dance for him, child. Cause I know he didn't give it to just one person. So that's a lot of hey, money. Hey. AK, we sent over there. We sent over there between both of us. We got about two or three hundred dollars in cash. Two three hundred. Two three hundred. I, I got fifty. <laughs> they not going. You ain't gonna get no good dances for that. Kay. Got a hot fifty. You ain't gonna get no okay. good dances for that. Okay, what strippers? Uh, all no, the strippers all over there. He got two hundred fifty thousand, uh-uh. and all the strippers over there. We have, what? What? Who over there? Who come over? Do any strippers even come over there? And talk I'm gonna tell you who over there. I'm gonna tell you over there dance for us the lady who the lady who pass out mints in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't even no stripper. <laughs> She's somebody auntie. <laughs> she don't even take her clothes off. Oh, she don't even take her clothes. 
standing there grinding slow. <laughs> Coming up, y'all, we got Mark Moriel with the State of Black America in the crazy mix down. The time now is 26 minutes before the top of the hour. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, John, it's time for the State of Black America with the current president of the National Urban League, Mr. Mark Moriel. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Ricky, and good to be with you and the listening audience. In Black America today, number one, the budget temporary deal has been confected. It's a 45-day continuing resolution. It averts a shutdown of the government, which, as we know, would have had a devastating impact on all Americans, but particularly on the most vulnerable Americans. But if the government government shuts down military personnel, many federal workers, Head Start, uh, many people would not get paid and many programs would be suspended. Now, here's the background. 45 days and we could be back at the brink of another standoff or government shutdown. Here's the real deal. The real deal is that a handful of right wing, I call them performance artists, members of Congress from the GOP, are determined to play games, cause chaos, and try to use their leverage to extract extreme, painful budget cuts that no one in the Congress, no one, and when I say no one, let's say a broad coalition, and the American people and the president do not support. If you remember about several many months ago, there was a budget deal confected between President Biden and Speaker McCarthy. This extreme group wants to renege on that deal and make cuts beyond what that deal called for. They are being irresponsible and they were pushed back now for 45 days. But make no mistake about it, we're dealing with a political situation today where a handful of irresponsible members of Congress are hell-bent on creating chaos, putting pain on the American people, and making sure that they occupy center stage in this sort of performance artistry of American politics. So I want to thank those who responded to our call to action to send messages to members of Congress. No shutdown. We always want a fair budget that puts the needs of people first. And while the deal the president cut with Speaker McCarthy did not have all of the investments I would like, it was a realistic compromise in a difficult political time. So I want black America to know that we're going to continue to monitor uh, this situation and we're going to continue to work and fight for the kinds of investments in things that help people. Schools, education, summer jobs, health care, money for housing, the kind of investments that working people need with a focus on equity in our community. So we will continue to do that fight. A few other things. Uh, we must stand with the Fearless Fund. That's the venture fund created by two black women to support black-owned women businesses. They won a round in court last week and then lost a round when the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals put their applications on hold. Once again, we see some right-wing judges hell-bent. That's right, hell-bent on reversing some 50 to 60 years of constitutional jurisprudence designed to move this nation towards racial justice. And so we're going to have to continue to stand with them and stand with others as these attacks on diversity, these attacks on racial justice, these attacks like we saw in the Affirmative Action Supreme Court case absolutely continue. One other note, and then I'll close, and that is we are going to monitor the reopened investigation of Tupac Shakur. Uh, we do not know where this is going. Someone has been arrested. Uh, it is clear that uh, there are there is evidence uh, that this 
particular gentleman seems to have created against himself. We will continue to monitor that uh, investigation, which reminds us of that difficult time when both Tupac and Biggie, a two legend in hip-hop culture and hip-hop music, were lost as very, very young men. So we'll continue to monitor that. Finally, a call to action. I'm asking everyone to join me in a call to action throughout 2024. And that call to action is the three D's. The first D is defend democracy. Black America, that's your right to vote. That's your right to learn. That's your right to speak. That's our basic fundamental human right. The second D is demand diversity, equity, and inclusion. Black America, our right, like every other person, to work in jobs, in, in classrooms, in courtrooms, on factory floors, in offices, in government, in the private sector on an equal basis and be promoted on an equal basis and to have equitable opportunities to go to the colleges of our choice and to have business opportunities to build the businesses in our community. We must demand diversity. And that third D, Ricky, is defeat huh? poverty. Yes. We have to defeat poverty. So, uh, and I'll talk more about those three Ds on shows in continuing weeks, but those three Ds, uh, the three Ds, Defend democracy, demand diversity, and defeat poverty are our call to action for black America for 2023 and into 2024. And Ricky, that is the state of black America. It's always great to be with you. Thank you for this incredible opportunity to speak to your listening audience. I'm Mark Morial. I serve as president of the National Urban League. And you can follow me across all social media. That is Twitter or X, Facebook and Instagram at Mark Morial and at Matt Urban League. And I'll see you next week on the yes, radio. Yes, sir. Mark Morial, ladies and gentlemen.